1: Yes there was because this week marked a year since Cyclone Gabrielle tore through causing widespread damage to farms and orchards
0: A year? How are people getting on now?
1: Well, devastated but not defeated is how one wine grower is describing the situation, last February, metres of flood water ran through Linden Estate in the hard-hit Esk Valley. Silk covered six hectares of grapevines and tore through its salad door. Business manager Olivia Walding-Karaitiana says the damage was horrific, but things look a lot different now. Those other six um, hectares worth, we were able to dig up by hand each of the vines, and we were able to save all of those. So at the moment, I'm looking out to what a year ago I would have looked out and it would have just been completely covered in silt. And now I'm looking at green, luscious, Pinotage and Syrah. So it was a very, very hard job, but we, we dug all of these vines out by hand and they're basically all operational again for a, a great 2024 harvest. Miss Walding Karaitiana says they rebranded 27,000 bottles of wine that were damaged in the cellar to Survivor Wine, the last bottle of which they sold this week. She says business is going well now with lots of support from locals and international tourists stopping in this summer.
0: So there's a sense of healing a year on, yeah?
1: There is for some. Yes, Max Tweedy, who farms sheep and beef on Kokopuru Station near Tūtera, says the scars left on the land from Cyclone Gabriel are starting to heal. The farm was battered by the cyclone, cut off by road, the power went out and enormous slips took out fences and water systems. Mr Tweedy says a huge amount of work has gone into restoring the pasture over the last year.
0: Hawke's Bay is, is healing um, the country, especially in our district. Looks a lot better, you know the the uh, the tails of the slip of grass and and pasture and look, um, that's happened all that's been natural, so that's it's better than it was anyway.
1: Mr Tweedy says it will take about five years to get back up and running like they were before the cyclone, because they can only fund a certain amount of repairs at a time.
0: Yeah, funding repairs must be a, a big burden.
1: It is because not everything on farm is covered by insurance. But T Tai Farmer and Federated Farmers board member Toby Williams says farmers need to remember the recovery is a marathon, not a sprint.
0: Farmers are making a start. You know, and the way we look at it, and after we said after the storm, it's really we're looking at a marathon. It's just, this isn't a 100 metre sprint where you're going to be in and out, and you're finished, you know, in five minutes. It's going to take, for most farmers, it'll be three or four years, and for some farmers, it'll be up to a decade. Before they're back to where they were pre-storms.
1: Mr. Williams says if signals that interest rates will rise again eventuate, it would be detrimental for the region.
0: It's pretty fragile, you know. I think you know talking to the, it doesn't matter who who we, talk, we talked to. Talked to cropping guys last night, and they, you know they, everyone's sort of teetering. You know, ANZ I think came out last week talking about maybe potentially two more rate increases this year. The last thing we need is interest rates climbing higher. Interest payments on for farmers and for the primary sector are. A crippling at the moment especially with low pricing. So we finding some people will probably get through to, towards the end of this financial year and decide it's not worth carrying on farming and, and sell up we think. So are insurance claims being settled?
1: They are. Rural insurer FMG has paid out more than $260 million in claims. That's for Cyclone Gabriel and the Auckland Anniversary Weekend floods. It got nearly 12,000 claims for the two events and has settled more than 90% of them. There were 2,700 claims for residential dwellings, nearly 2,300 claims for farm buildings and 632 claims for fencing.
0: Well, it's good to hear things are getting done, and in other news it's been a good week for dairy farmers.
1: Fonterra lifted its farm gate forecast milk price for this season by 30 cents to a new midpoint of $7.80 a kilogram of milk solids. That's thanks to rising global dairy trade prices and stronger demand from the Middle East and Southeast Asia. Federated Farmers Dairy Spokesperson Richard McIntyre says it means many farmers will now break even this season.
0: This is great news for um, for Fonterra and it will also put pressure on um, on other processes to follow suit. Um, well, from a dairy farmer's point of view, uh, you know, Fonterra farmers will be walking around with an extra spring in their step this morning um, after getting that news. You know, we'll remember back to the the dark days of August during calving when the milk price just kept on dropping and farmers were scrambling to try and manage cash flows and try and find enough money to pay their bills um, throughout the year. So, you know, this is obviously quite a a significant recovery, which will take a lot of pressure off.
1: Richard McIntyre says the Lifton forecast shows promising signs for next season as well. The dairy season runs through till the end of May and Fonterra will announce the final price it will pay to farmers in September.
0: And it's been a bumper summer for fruit and veg.
1: It has superb is the word being used to describe the quality and volumes of New zealand growing fresh fruit and vegetables this summer. Jerry Prendergast from United Fresh says it's peak melon season at the moment and the quality's really good.
0: They're growing outdoors in New Zealand. They're growing in the perfect conditions at this time of the year, weather conditions. For melons, it has been superb. Melons love dry weather. They don't like having any water at all. So the drier it is, For melons the better and if we think and cast our minds back to this time last year with the kind of wet conditions it was an absolute disaster with melons because you constantly had rain coming through affecting the issue.
1: He says central Otago has had a great stone fruit season and the kumara harvest is now underway in Northland which is showing a lot of promise after a disastrous season last year due to Cyclone Gabriel.
0: And Southern Field Days is back, and bigger than ever. It's a record number of exhibitors this year.
1: That's right. After a four-year hiatus due to COVID cancellations, the three-day event kicked off in Gore on Wednesday. Southern Field Days Chairman Steve Henderson says there are more than 800 exhibits on display with lots of new technology and innovation.
0: I think it's reasonably significant this year, the fact that we can run it. um, It's a full house, and it just gets exhibitors back, the public back through the gates. And a lot of the public that you talk to is um, reasonably, you know, they've they've almost been disconnected for a while, and then Southern Field Days does bring them back. They almost talk to their neighbours at the Southern Field Days, so a lot of guys and girls haven't caught up with a lot of people for a lot of times. And I think that's that's going to be the biggest thing that comes out of these Field Days, along with people catching up with exhibitors and actually buying and purchasing, but it's more of the network and catch up these Field Days.
1: Steve Henderson says there's all the usual events like tractor pulling and fencing and there were big celebrations for National Lamb Day on Thursday.
0: This is Country Life on RNZ National 101FM.